Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome in. It's Balloon Party. It's 101 ESPN. My name is Tim McKernan. That's Jackson Burkett. Jackson's in his professorial outfit today. That's right. Feeling good about it, too. I like that getup. I don't think I could pull that off. Although it might be better for someone who is 47 versus someone who's 25. And 25 only for two more weeks. Send your birthday gifts in for Jackson March 14th. We're going to have an unbelievable show. Nothing but NBA guests. 13th. You might be the Plowhawk. Is uh is the fourteenth? My brother Danny's the fourteenth. Is that right? Yeah, three one four day. Yeah, that's right. That's really uh that's outstanding. Yeah, only two more weeks. See, that's the thing, Tim. Is that well, you might think this is uh, an outfit for professorial someone, people. Someone a little longer in the tooth. It right. kind of juxtaposes my youngish boyish look. And what about the pant you're wearing? Because I notice you have an exposed ankle for that's all right. the boys to salivate upon. Yeah, it's a chino. It's a it's mm-hmm. a chino. I won't release the brand, no free ads, but um, right. uh, it it does kind of turn into a jogging pant. Towards Could the bottom. someone who's forty seven wear the exposed ankle look? Absolutely, really, absolutely. Now, would this person be coming off of like his third divorce and be hanging out in Clayton, looking for twenty somethings fresh out of the sorority house in Columbia? Answer me directly. That very well could be the case. But marital status be damned. You can mm. expose that ankle. They call it ankle cleavage. Hot. And it is hot. And it's a good look. And if anyone tells you otherwise, they're just trying to silence your truth. So if I came home today with ankle cleavage, what response do you think my betrothed would would share? Well, I think you could actually turn the tables and be like, it's either you're getting exposed ankle or you're getting a beard. Thank you. So it kind of puts the man to the test in yeah, a way. Yeah. So this I, is about six days of growth here. Yeah, I, I like the five o'clock shadow. You like the five that, o'clock shadow? If, I keep getting compared to George Clooney. It's tiresome. For so many reasons. Thank um, you. But I think you've had a better last 20 years. <sighs> I don't know. I guess we could take a, a 101 ESPN Twitter poll on that. Like Michael Clayton on. I think you've been more. What about Up in the Air? God, I love that movie. So good. I went out and saw him shoot it at a couple places. I bet you would have loved that. I saw that Vera Farmiga. Uh, you know her from The Departed? Yeah, and she was uh, really good in the Sopranos uh, origin movie that uh, came out oh, that's two years right. ago. She played uh, Tony's mom. Looks like Julia Ann, and if you know, you know. You can text in 314-399-9646, Air Comfort Service text line, and you can watch this program and judge Jackson's professorial outfit and judge my 5 o'clock shadow in the YouTube chat. 75 people were just waiting for us, including... Jack and John Scores? The Scores Brothers? Oh, the Brothers Score. 
<laughs> no, it's just John scores. I don't know why oh. I saw that. Bach Hogg, Dr. Grizz, Ryan Crawford, and Eric Nickens, along with, of course, El Capitan, Droid Effects. I don't see Don Peepee. I know he'll be there. And then Jackson and I will go back to the TMA studios at 1130 for our first Tim McKernan Show podcast of the week. Questions from the audience. And uh, you can send in questions, comments, hate mail. Anything is welcome. T. McKernan at InsideSTL.com. It's a free-for-all. So there it is. There's your captain's log for the next couple of hours here with Jackson and myself. It's the Munganess, St. Louis Acura, Munganess, Burkhardt, Alton, Toyota. Uh, balloon party and Jackson, you uh, you got a, a lead to choose from here uh, because we actually had two St. Louis teams playing last night, and that is tough to find these days. So, what are you going to lead with? I can't wait to see what Professor Burkett goes with this morning here on One Hundred and One ESPN. The Blues lose last Going with night. The blues. Going with the Blues, Peter. At the hands of those pesky Jets, while the season looks like it's taken a real nosedive. <laughs> How do you see the rest well, of the season playing out? laughing about like, the pun with the Jets and nosedive? Yeah. Okay. Listen, they, uh, you can't teach this stuff. Or you can, but you can't deliver on it. Yeah, and if you were to take the class, what a waste of money it would be. Yeah. How do you see the rest of the season playing out with the trade deadline approaching? The playoffs still a possibility. The Blues are kind of in a weird spot. Where are you thinking? Jackson, I like that. Direct plus a pun. So what else could I ask for? Yeah, 10 out of 10. No notes. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 it's amazing to me that uh, about 10 days ago, the Blues were hosting the Predators fresh off of one of their best games uh, against the team they're playing tonight, the Edmonton Oilers. And we're in a position to go up six points on the Predators. We're in a position to close in on the Los Angeles Kings for the seventh spot. And sweet mother of mercy, has it been rough since that morning. A disappointing performance against the Predators. Uh, not a real enthusiastic performance against uh, Austin Matthews and the Leafs on Monday afternoon. Beat the Islanders last Thursday, but uh, carried that momentum with an absolute debacle against Detroit. And then last night, it looked like it could turn into a similar situation, but the Blues had a quick response after falling behind 2 nothing. Nonetheless, a 4-2 loss that really was there for the taking. Certainly a much better performance overall in comparison to the Detroit game. But then again, what wouldn't be better than the Detroit game? So with that said, now they are six points back of the Predators, and they are treading on being 12th in the Western Conference, sweet mother of mercy, this has happened quickly. So you know what I say, Jackson? I got one word for you. You know what that word is? Sell. Mm. Sell, 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 sell. Uh, column yesterday from ESPN's hockey staff on ESPN.com, and they put together what they thought was an optimal deal for uh, both buyers and sellers in the NHL, and uh, and they paired the Blues with the Vegas Golden Knights as a perfect potential trade partner, and the Blues sending uh, Pavel Buchnevich, who had a goal last night, uh, to Vegas. The Blues getting a first rounder in 24, a second rounder in 25, and then a couple of NHL-ready players in exchange for Buchnevich. I just don't know how you wouldn't do that. I really don't. It's not like this team is a Buchnevich away from being in the mix in 2024-2025. And I'm at peace with that. But it, it does strike me that you know, and I made this observation yesterday that I oftentimes am in the minority with regard to both the audiences on TMA and 101 ESPN and that I'm, I'm quicker to want to sell. But I view it through the lens of what brings you closer to a championship. And the Blues just aren't close to a championship. And so why not get 
whatever you can, especially if you're talking about a first-round pick and a second-round pick and two NHL-ready players, if that would indeed be the deal, whether it be with Vegas or somebody else, uh, especially with Vegas having their captain Mark Stone out with a lacerated spleen, uh, you don't know what the situation is going to be in Pittsburgh with Jake Gunsel. So if that's the case, Buchnevich would be the highest-ranked available forward from a seller right now per ESPN.com. Capitalize on that. And bring yourself closer to a championship, as weird as it may sound, by trading away uh, a 23-goal scorer as of this moment. So that's where I am. Sell, 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 sell. And if anything, the Blues' performance over the last 10 days is making what I think was an easy decision for Doug Armstrong even easier. That's what I got, Jackson. You got a take, or do you want to play Max Struess's 58-foot shot? Watch this, Tim. The Blues, they're on thin ice. Look at this, look at that. I mean, that was the most orchestrated production I've experienced in my 25-year Hall of Fame career. And I noticed that you were kind of anxious while I was talking, and I was thinking to myself, this guy can't possibly have an opinion on the stuff I'm saying, and you didn't. You just were ready to fire. Oh, look at that. Look at this, look at that. That wonderful drop from a junior hockey game in Manitoba. And from my standpoint, if Chris Kerber were to need a need a day off, that gentleman comes in from the Manitoba Juniors and he'll deliver a Jim Dandy of a call. Yeah, I can be uh, on the collar there, man. Yeah. You and him, oh, oh. I would I would be glued to my phone. How listening that would, to that broadcast? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I couldn't tell from giggling the entire time, but I guess that's part of the fun. Uh, you can catch uh, Chris Kerber tonight, Blues and Oilers pregame here on 101 ESPN 6:30, as uh, the well. Rested Oilers will host the not-so-rested Blues mm. after last night in Manitoba, tonight in Alberta, home Saturday, 5 p.m. tilt. I'll be there with the boys again. Hell yeah. That's yeah, great to hear. My wife and my boys will be there for the 5 p.m. tilt uh, against the Wild, and then off they go to like Philadelphia, New York, New Jersey, and Boston. Oh my goodness, yeah. what a stretch. A little East, Eastern uh, Conference run. Yeah, Western Canada to uh, the East Coast in a matter of a week with a stop in St. Louis to take on the Wild. So there it is. Oh my, the the the, the putts are getting tougher to convert, Jackson. The putts are getting tougher to convert out there. 10-12 in St. Louis, this time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers. We're in the midst of a Little Piddles Wednesday Wide Birth Wednesday? Yeah. Here on 101 ESPN, and we welcome you to participate in the conversation by texting in the Air Comfort Service text line 314-399-9646 or by participating in the YouTube chat where 95 friends now have gathered and Don Peepee is in there talking it over with the Scores brother uh, and Cat Dad Gamer and Ryan Crawford. And oh look, Adam Wells in there along with Jen, is it Jen Phone or Jen Foam? (laughs) Either way, wonderful to have Jen in the conversation. Jen phone. Sounds like a... <laughs> George ma- Glass. Glass. George Glass. Eve Plum. It sounds like a made-up phone, cell phone company, <laughs> and like a, oh, like a bad movie where they can't use the real name of carriers. So right. I use Jen phone. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's going to be. What do you got going today? Well, I'm off today. Oh, what are you going to do? I'm going to act like I'm a woman in that balloon party <laughs> chat. Cool. What are you going to go by? Look for Gen Phone. <laughs> yeah, you got to go with a more sensual name than that. Uh, talking over with a real life girl in the YouTube chat. <laughs> that's what we're promoting. That's what we're, promoting. <laughs> that's what we're selling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's Balloon Party 101 ESPN. 
We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back, Jackson. You're right. Jen Phone is now very active in the YouTube chat, and she said, hey, careful flannel boy. And I believe that may have been directed toward you because I'm wearing a delectable 101 ESPN hoodie, and I don't know who made this. Oh, it's so soft. It is soft as her skin. Look at this. Oh, I know. Telling me. I I, could, this might become my new security blanket. That's what I wear at home when I'm all cozied up now. Watching NBA highlights. Uh, preferably, yeah. What I what I think, I, I you know I led with the blues, but I think the real lead, and it's a real shame I didn't talk about this, is that's a new cardinal cap on your head. It is. And at first glance, I thought it was... Th- what do you think of it? YouTube chat. Uh... At, at first glance, I thought it was burgundy. Uh, oh my God, you're as blind as a bat and I have sight. <laughs> Incredible voice acting right there. Uh, I think that was Joe Piscopo as Frank Sinatra and Eddie Murphy as Stevie Wonder. Was that 81, 82, Saturday Night Live? Somebody will pull that up. Yeah, we'll get that writer. Um, it's it's a, it, I then looked again, and I was like, oh, no, that's navy. And more so than that. Is like, it navy or is it black? The burgundy, I think we can cross that off. Right. I'm really. It looks I think like, it's black. It's like a midnight navy. It's like one shade away from being black. Like the cardinal... What used to be the proper road cap. Correct. Is a much lighter form of navy. Like, it's so clearly navy. I agree with you on that. This is like a almost black, but I think it's like a midnight navy. And I really like, first of all, great embroidery on the STL. It's nice and raised, but it's also big and ever-present. Like, it's a big STL. So you're a fan of this new cap. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Well, I'll give you the back. I wasn't going to talk about this new cap. But I I get home yesterday, and there is... uh, uh, there is a package there waiting, and I just assume it. Honestly, it's my wife ordering from Amazon again, as many husbands uh, can relate to. And instead, it's addressed to me. And you know who it comes from? Somebody you actually know. Hmm. The person I say may be the finest person I have met in my life. Wow. So. If you can name this without any other hints, this would be pretty impressive. And there is a sports tie-in, so I'm going to go ahead and wander down this road on the sacred 101 ESPN Sports Airwaves. On a home run by the Wizard? I think very highly of the Wizard, but this is more of a common man like me, a meat and potatoes kind of guy, a proletariat. Wellington? Wow. I mean, I'm a big fan of Wellington as well. Dick Wayner. Oh, wow, yeah. St. Louis University Weren't you in when he did a sound yes. story? You mm-hmm. ran the board on that, right? One of the like most enjoyable hour and a half. He, is, he, he was the athletic director at St. Louis U High. He's in his 50th year there. He sends me this incredibly kind letter and a couple of St. Louis U High. These are St. Louis U High baseball hats. And I guess he was watching slash listening a couple weeks ago when somebody either texting in or in the YouTube chat was furious that I was wearing a blue cardinal cap. <laughs> And so I still call him Mr. Wayner yeah. uh, sends me this. My brother teaches there and he, my brother out of nowhere who has absolutely zero interest in sports uh, goes, Hey, what's your baseball hat size? And I go, wow. What is that? I actually am also curious. Uh, between, I think it's seven and one eighth on the left side and seven and <laughs> yeah. a fourth on the yeah. right side. Yeah, it's a custom job. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, Okay. Talk to you later. Hope well, everything's good. Yeah, that is kind of a, like, I guess I'll answer it. So, uh, so it turns out Mr. Wayner sends this over and, uh, and then, which was the best, uh, he, this hat, another hat, 
And then he said, save this one for last. It's my favorite. And I go, God, I already love the one, this yeah, one, the one I'm wearing, which I think is black. You think it might be midnight blue. I don't know. We'll have to check with our sources on it. But the final one is a hat from Pope John Paul II's visit to St. Louis in 1999. And he said, I got you. It's a joke because he knows I'm not necessarily, and it bothers him, bothers Uh, him being relative, but you were in that sound story. I was, I was, I was. Where I have been open about questioning religion, Mm -hmm. not, not, not looking down on those who, as you know, you're a Jewish gentleman. I respect it. My parents are passionate Catholics. I'm certain there are passionate, passionate Christians listening to this program, whatever faith you are. God bless you and God bless these United United States States of America. America. I just happen to be an agnostic, godless pervert, I think is what people have called me. Right. You worship the sun. That's, That's right. And... And so he he says you you took I, you took my theology class I just don't know how I missed you and I said you didn't if anything the way you conduct yourself is a testament yeah, totally. to he who you hold in such high esteem from the New Testament you live it as opposed to use it as a cover to act like an a hole mm-hmm. like many I know mm-hmm. and so I respect you if anything I mean my goodness you are a testament to to your faith by by the way you act yeah not by using it as a defense mechanism to discriminate against people or Say that you're better than people. So I said that's a that's a that's that's a testament to it. So that was his way of just giving me a little joke. But in in the process, he gives me this wonderful. Oh, it's crisp black. It looks like it's fresh out of the box. It is fresh out of the box, baby. I think now you might have every color of the rainbow in cardinal hats. Yeah. Well, red. I don't have city red. You don't have city red, but you have the classic red. You have the black all star. And game is there one. a difference? Uh, you're you're well known for your green cardinal cap. That's right. The lighter blue one, and now this darker. You got all of them. Yeah, I've covered it all. Yeah, it's St. Louis through and through. What do you have to say about that? Uh, bring back the navy cardinal caps on the road. Amen. What if they wore this? What would you do? Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I don't think people would like it, though. It would be, it would just, like, I don't know. I like the red STL on the Navy Cardinal cap. I I do, too. It's a classic uniform. They won World Series with it, and they switched it up to look like the early 90s Texas Rangers. I would actually, I would take the trade of these BS uniforms that they're going to roll out this year if every road game there were the Navy caps. I'd be okay with it. You'll accept it. I would be okay with it. I got to tell you, my first day back from vacation, I think it was last Monday, you asked me about the uniforms, and I was kind of like, I don't know, it's a business deal, it sucks, but whatever. And now that I've gotten a chance to see them, I'm irritated by them. Thank you. I was a little disappointed. I know, I could tell you were disappointed, confused. Like I see a highlight here of Otani, looks like it's a pop-out, but apparently it's going to go like 500 feet. First home run. Yeah, first at bat. Uh, So... Uh, yeah, like the, I, what have they what have they done to the baseball uniforms? They and the butchered. thing is, most people around the country aren't watching spring training games, so they don't know. But when this stuff starts up here in a few weeks, people are going, "What in the world is this?" I think, and you're and you're a sport trying to market individuals, right. and you've made it difficult to read the individuals' names. You should take a look at the comparison of Justin Verlander's uniform from last year to this year. I actually have, believe it's, it or not, it's like a to- like they've totally rainbowed his name. I just don't know. Like I get like one person or, or even a a couple people in a department making a bad decision and then it goes up the ladder or even the guy at the top of the ladder sometimes he's off but for a whole conglomerate of billions of dollars and the number of levels things have to go through to approve for baseball to screw up the uniforms like this it's terrible it really is stunning it's such a it's it's a debacle and the players are pissed yeah so that's that's another to the point that Tony Clark and the Players Association are talking about dealing with it and the the pants are see-through the pants are see-through I'm seeing sliding shorts left and right Hot. It, I mean, welcomed, but right. still, I'm I'm concerned about the players' safety. 
It, and it looks ter- the Mariners logo. They used to be this beautiful embroidered raised logo. Now it's like printed on. Like you got it at six flags. I don't know what's going. I really don't know what's going on. I mean, what an absolute mess. Oh, baseball uniforms are beautiful, man. Don't ruin that. Jackson, uh, I share your opinion on this. I w- I was wrong ten days ago. Yeah. I mean, I blame you for that. But. Yeah, I was wrong, and that is indeed your fault. Speaking of City Red, uh, City played last night, and uh, we'll discuss that on the other side of the break, in addition to more of this Wide Berth Wednesday and my hat origin stories. (laughs) That's what we have here for you on 101 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back, Tim McKernan. Jackson Burkett with you for another 27 minutes of what is called the best hour in one hour midday radio in St. Louis by the Ledoux News. That's right. They love us. Do I have some, you know, some interest there? Yeah, I might. Yeah, I feel like you acquired part of that property. Yeah. Well, I, I do. I buy a lot of print media sites. I know you do. Yeah, you've been bullish on print for the last decade. Yep. Jackson, uh, Jen uh, Phone is in the YouTube chat, and she says she loves my hat. We still haven't figured out if it's black or midnight blue. Uh, and then also she says uh, we don't need any further proof that your new love interest dresses you. Oh, Wow. That's Jen Phone in the YouTube chat. Those cameras in the YouTube chat brought to you by the Airlines team. Well, my girl does have great style. This is all, this is all JB original. I like original. that, my girl. You sound like Big Daddy Kane. Well, for so many reasons. Um, but this is all, this is a JB original right here. I is that right? No stylist. JB original. No stylist. Me, is there French a, Montana, you have a spring line or you already moved on to your fall line? You guys are so far ahead. For ahead. Spring line came early this year, but boy, howdy. The the hawk was up. The this, hawk was up. I, I could barely get some sleep. I thought my windows were going to break from the from the wind whipping. The hawk was up. Yeah, we go from eighty yesterday, eighty four, I believe, to in the twenties, yeah. twenty seven. When I walked into the building this morning, absolutely seven oh five. My apartment was hot last night, and I was like, well, I could turn on the AC, but it's going to get below freezing by by de- uh, sunrise. That's right. Yeah, daybreak. Sun up is what I call it. But again, I'm a meat and potatoes guy. Jackson, do you have anything on this wide berth Wednesday? We haven't talked about the doggies. Yeah, we was in uh, yesterday on aggregate, so they will not explain move that off. to the audience. Sure, I mean it's 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 easier than you think. It's just this is uh, the Concacaf Cup. Yes, which is the federation that runs North American and Central American soccer. Uh, same thing as UEFA in Europe, Champions League, UEFA Champions League. They have uh, Copa America down in South America. It's the same idea takes all the teams involved. But explain the aggregate to sure, the audience. Sure, sure. So when you play a two-leg game... Because on, they played them last week here in St. Louis right. and won two to one, goal in the 90th minute. Oh, a Jim Dandy, if you will. So if they win last night in Houston, off they go to the round of 16. Right. However, the way that the tie would be broken would be road goals. So the last thing they could have happen is losing one nothing. Yes, exactly. So essentially you just take 
uh, you turn two games into one 180-minute game, tally up the score at that end. If you come up tied, like City and Houston did, you go on road goals. St. Louis City had zero road goals, while Houston had one. They break the tie, they move on. So that's it's pretty simple, you know. Do you and like the system? I love aggregate scoring. Wow! I think more sports leagues could use it. I think it's really I would imagine it's very unpopular with this 101 ESPN audience. That would be my guess. I'm not saying everybody. Let me make that yeah. clear. Unpopularity is not absolute. But I'm saying I bet 80%. Yeah, I can see like that. It. I think it works best for soccer. Like I think it works well. I don't know if it would work well for like baseball or basketball or hockey, but I do think it works well for soccer. I, I find it interesting, and road goals are important because it's harder to play on the road. It's a shame because City had so many great scoring opportunities to the point where sometimes you go, okay, I guess that was a scoring opportunity. I didn't really expect them to score. Uh, you know, last year, uh, Berkey went on this run in which he was stopping shots that had high probabilities of being goals. Last night in the first half in particular, uh, Sam Dennerin had a number of at least two that you're going, oh my goodness, how didn't he score? He had that incredible goal against uh, Real Salt Lake on Saturday, but unfortunately not able to convert last night. And that was the difference maker, really. If one of those goes in, yeah. there you go, off yeah. you go. But uh, alas, it did not happen. So uh, Houston advances, City is done. Their next game is an MLS game, and it is this Saturday, uh, New York comes to St. Louis. Yeah, Roman Berkey last night was outstanding. Yeah. The two yeah, saves. Yeah, 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 in fairness, Houston had a number of great opportunities himself. Yeah, he in quick succession making two unbelievable saves. One where it seemed like his chest was going to cave in on itself after he took one right there. He's unbelievable. They're, we're very fortunate for a, a new soccer team to have a guy of his caliber in by, between the pipes, Tim. Is it between the pipes when you're talking? Yeah, yeah. Keeping net. Well, you didn't... Didn't sound real passionate in your defense. I think I heard, nah, nah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what great analysts do. Yeah, Jack Buck used to do that. A lot of vocalized pauses. Yep. They don't have anything say, else nah, to say. Nah, Yeah, if you listen right before he says, go crazy, folks, he'd go, nah, nah. <laughs> Jackson, do you have another question on this wide berth Wednesday? Sure, Tim. I sure enough do. Uh, the talk about the Brandon Crawford move seems more like an insurance for Mason Wynn than it does a real dynamic player off the bench. When looking at the rest of the roster... What player do you see as the one who's the most vulnerable to a lack of insurance? Essentially, who, if they go down, would lead to the worst outcome for the Redbirds? Oh, wow. This is like a real question. I mean, I feel like it's obvious, so maybe I'm not answering it the way you intended it to be? No, I think if you answer how I think you're going to answer, I'll have a, re- uh, a rebuttal. Oh, wow. Look at you. Very professorial. Sonny Gray. Okay. Well, that was not the answer I was thinking. Yes, that's a, that's a fantastic Sorry answer. Sorry to blow up your question real quickly. Well, we'll do a pitcher and we'll do a, a position player. We'll oh, do okay. Both. We'll do both. Just for the sake of conversation. No, no one on auto. See, that's okay. There I you go. go. I feel like I'm like okay. I gotta okay. You be Skip Bayless. I'll be Shannon Sharp. That's what I feel like we're doing now. Well, no, because this is but the guy who uh, is going to play corner outfield and is the highly most highly taught of. And in Van, we'll two, scrap this one from one, the resume. Nah, nah. Yes, yeah, start off so hot with that blues are on thin ice thing and the nosedive thing. Yeah, you're wearing your resume real outfit today too. <laughs> that's true. Jordan Walker plays third. Jordan Walker can play third, and he's obviously extremely talented at the plate. And can we haven't really seen him in the major league level play third, but he's that's his his preferred position. So I think someone like him would be okay. Whereas if so, like, then what's your answer to the question? Then if it's not Arnado, 
You can't be second base because you got both Gorman and Brendan Donovan right there. Contreras is interesting, but he's not even going to be like there. Keep an eye on Herrera. Yeah, he's Herrera. a good he's a good ball player. I yeah. guess actually like like center field because once you get Tommy Edmond, you're going to take the step away and go Dylan Carlson, who's obviously the biggest question mark probably on the team coming into this year. I mean, I guess he's not really got a whole lot of expectation. So if anything, Maybe he's kind of yeah. kind of free rolling. So essentially, you're just going to name every position player in well, the starting lineup. I wanted to vocalize my thought process, <laughs> right? Because I thought that would be good. It's always good when people perform the long division on the air. Show your work, and that's what you're doing, and I like that. Yeah, in lieu of any preparation, right? I'll just talk it out. What's the? Because I thought the obvious answer was Sonny Gray, and and it was it so much so that then the question morphed right then when I said Sonny Gray. Well, well I'm yeah. a position player. Well, yeah, that. But I, you've talked last. I week. mean, imagine just just briefly, and then we'll get back to whatever flip flopping act is going on over there. But if Sonny Gray were to blow out his arm, and you'd go, "Oh boy, yeah. look at the rotation now." It's not like people are jumping up and down about it with excitement as it is. Sweet mother of mercy. You hand the leather to Stephen Matz and say, "This is your team now, big boy." Uh, now, what did you talk about last week? The guy who finds his take mid. Oh yeah, Martin Kilcoyne and, and Martin called in TMA last Friday to uh, break down just angry guys. One second guy is guy who discovers his opinion while in the air, and That's then third me. guy, and this guy may be outdated because I guess TMA still takes calls, but we're more of a text oriented program, begging for calls guy. Yeah, you know, just doesn't have anything, so he needs callers. But guy who discovers his opinion. On the air. I've been all three at one point in my career. <laughs> You've begged for calls? When you're out on TMA? Absolutely. <laughs> Beg is an understatement. <laughs> what you got out there. And so much so that when they don't call in, I then blame them that the show <laughs> isn't as good. They're not calling in. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's my, their my, fault. My game plan was to take calls. <laughs> So that's what I got. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Tommy. <laughs> so, Honestly, we only did three questions. You have to have more. Tommy. Oh, I have more questions. Oh, okay. I was about to say this wide berth Wednesday is awfully narrow. All right. What's question four? Hmm. Uh-oh. Go? Oh, okay. Uh, I call this one Piddles Ponders Proper Prose. Ooh, alliteration. Yeah. Fun. We had Kelly Chase on TMA yesterday. Obviously outstanding and highly recommend going back and listening if you have not. Uh, and something you and others have talked about, how hockey players are great guys with awesome personalities. Why do you think hockey breeds that more so than any other sport? Oh, Jackson. Oh, Jackson. I know you're the professor, but let me teach you a little lesson here. And this is coming from somebody who still can't skate. I don't know what it is. And I'm sure a number of our listeners have played, maybe still are playing. Uh, Marshy Marsh and the Playful Posse being an example. Obviously, your former ally, Jamie Rivers, who I'm sure is streaming right now from Edmonton. Should be. Um, But... I recall, funny you bring up Kelly Chase. I had him in on the podcast, man, I don't know what this was, four or five years ago. might have been longer. Uh, and I said, I got to ask you something. I've been in Major League Baseball clubhouses, been in NFL locker rooms, college football, college basketball. Um, I don't know if I've ever been in, I don't know if I was in an NBA locker room, but I remember the Lakers coming to play in Little Rock and then the arena started caving in and they had to cancel the game at Alltel Arena. Look it up, 1999 or 2000. Wow. It was supposed to be the first event ever in that arena and shingles started falling. Jesus. And that- Phil Jackson was furious, number one, I think, in general, that they <laughs> yeah. had made a stop in Central Arkansas. And then number two, they make the stop in Central Arkansas 
and then they can't play because the building is not ready. Is that like a Derek Fisher thing? Like, uh, yes, it, yeah, God, okay. look at you. I was just that, I, I, I was thinking, thinking of myself as I'm telling the story. I'm like, the hell were they were? But yeah, Derek Fisher yeah. played at UALR. Right, right. So yeah, I got to see Kobe and Shaq come off the bus. <laughs> pretty incredible. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> this is pretty cool. And I think they were playing against Rip Hamilton, who I made oh, reference Pistons. to on TMA, hitting the uh, half court shot this past week on College Game Day in front yeah. of Jay Williamson. Uh, on uh, as they visited UConn, digressing. I've seen them all, and without question, and I don't know, and I didn't know. That's why I asked Chase. I said, "What? What is it about hockey guys?" Because I really haven't dealt with like one hockey guy. I'm talking about an NHL or two. I'm not talking about like a you know guy playing in juniors even. And I go, I just. They're all good guys. I don't know what the deal with it is. And he goes, well, uh, our game has a way of uh, weeding out the a-holes early on. <laughs> now, he didn't tell me the secret sauce, but I do think that the, the nature of the game, and I got, I mean, a very little, I mean, I'm in the you know earliest chapter of it with a son who's, you know, 6U, mini-mites, as they're called, uh, and I would guess if I'm trying to figure out the secret sauce as to it, you have to have some kind of, I would say parental, but maybe it's not parental, but some kind of influence in your life who is taking you to these early morning or late night skates. At, at my son's age, it's super early morning. And you also have to have some kind of commitment to it if you're going to get up at that time. And I'm not talking about the parent, although certainly the parents in play, but uh, the coaches, obviously you love it. You're not getting up at 5.30 or earlier if you don't love it. Yeah. And then the kids, yep. you know, whether the kid is good or not is really not what people talk about at this age. It's, do they come, I don't know how many times I've been asked this question, probably talked about it with Jamie Rivers at some point. What does he say when you walk into his room at 5.30? And I go, it drives my wife up the wall because she gets him up at 7.45 to go to school, and it's a battle every day, and I roll in there at 5.30 or 5.45 on a Saturday or Sunday morning, and he gets up. Yeah. And and that's kind of like, there's your first... That's the litmus test. That's the litmus test, exactly right. Yeah. But as, as it goes along, and if you do play juniors, you live with a family yeah. uh, in Canada, you can uh, really bond with your team, I think perhaps more so because of your, you're kind of on an island mm-hmm. in a way in that sense. Um, I don't know. I, th- I also think it's a learned behavior. The Cardinal Clubhouse at times when I was in there was not the friendliest place to be on some of the better teams. And I honestly think in part that was because Mark McGuire was so at his wits end at that time. Obviously different guy now. He hell he comes on with Randy Carricker on a regular basis. Um and has been for a number of years. That is not the guy he was in nineteen ninety eight, nineteen ninety nine, and two thousand. And so if the guy who's wearing the C, so to speak, in the clubhouse is anti media it kind of sets a tone where then you can't have like a rookie or a middle of the road guy be, but I'm not, you don't judge somebody by how they handle the media. I'm just talking about the way they, they conduct themselves. And for whatever reason, I don't know why, but this is something that, and it's not even, it's not even media people who tell you this, just hockey guys. I don't know what it is. And that's one of the reasons why, even though I don't skate and I didn't play, uh, if my son wanted to play it, I'm like, not going to be anything I'm involved in, which might be good, number one. But then secondarily, he's going to be around a good culture, and yeah. that'll be good for him as he as he grows. So uh, I just remember that from Chase, and, I, and I've and i told that uh, to a number of people, interviewing Chase, going, 
our game has a way of weeding out the a-holes at a young age. And and they certainly do. I just don't know what the hell it is that they're doing. But they do. Yeah. 1047 in St. Louis. We'll take a break. Final segment of Bloom Party next here on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. Final segment of Balloon Party. You know, I wish there was a live feed of this studio during commercial breaks because I was just schooled about the last 25 NBA champions. I won Jackson Bennett Burkett because while I was telling you, the loyal Balloon Party listeners, uh, my answer to Jackson's fourth question for Wide Birth Wednesday here on uh, 101 ESPN, uh, Jackson was researching my anecdote about the Lakers opening up, well, I didn't know they were opening up their season, their exhibition season in Little Rock, Arkansas, where I was doing television, and I think making minimum wage, and if not, I don't know if the statute of limitations is up on that. Mm-hmm. But either way, I had great exposure in central Arkansas, Bingo. and I'm still reaping the benefits. Yeah. But uh, Jackson then goes into what the LA Times archives, and it turns out that that night was A, the debut of the 1999-2000 Lakers exhibition season, and it was canceled because what was a a crack in a support beam in that, that arena. Secondarily, Phil Jackson's first game, uh, since Michael Jordan ended the series in Utah in 1998, he had taken a year off and then taken over the Lakers. And that was Shaquille O'Neal's first game with the Lakers after leaving Orlando? I'm trying to confirm that. That information can be tough to find. But uh, No, 96. He started with the Lakers. I was about to say, I didn't think that because I, I feel like I would have known that. He started with the Lakers and then, But Kobe was there. Yes. Yeah, I mean, and then f- they go on to become, you know, I don't know if I don't know if three years makes you a dynasty, but they won the NBA Finals in three straight years. You do a three peat. You're a you're a, a dynasty. You're a, you're a condensed dynasty, like not like the Spurs where they had, you know, eleven yeah, years, a long run. eleven yeah. years in between championships. So, uh, yeah, I didn't realize what I was robbed of by that support beam. Yeah, and then I, Jackson then rattled off the last twenty five NBA champions, and I just yeah. sat here just like. Listening and learning. Yeah, I can do that with baseball too. Uh, can you really? Yeah. I, I can do it going back to 1982. Wow, and I'll all day long, wow. and I can do it in a minute. Should we do it? I don't see why not. I got nothing. I mean, questions really fall. Now, when cliff. you say I got nothing, well, I have questions, but all right, put me on the clock. All right, I got a look at the clock. Start in three, two, one, go. Cardinals, Orioles, Tigers, Royals, asterisk, Mets. Twins, asterisk, Dodgers, 89, uh, A's, 90, Reds, 91, Twins, 92, Blue Jays, 93, Blue Jays, 94, nothing doing, 95, Braves, 96, Yankees, 97, Marlins, 98, Yankees, 99, Yankees, 2000, Yankees, 2001, Diamondbacks, 2002, Angels, 2003, Marlins, 2004, Red Sox, 2005, White Sox, 2006, Cardinals, 2007, Red Sox, 2008, Phillies, 2009, Yankees, 2010, Giants, 2011, Cardinals, 2012, Giants, 2013, Red Sox, 2014, Giants, 2015, Royals, 2016, Cubs, 2017, Astros, 2018, Red Sox, 2019. I didn't do it in a minute. Yeah, just short. You kind of high-stepped with the asterisk on the Royals. Nationals, 2020, Dodgers, 2021. I wasn't the Red Sox. You gave me 
little R right there. It was like a tell. It was like a false tell, though. 2021, 2021, 2022, 2023, Rangers, 2022, Astros, 2021. Who am I? Oh, Braves. Braves, 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 Braves. Yeah, but I didn't do it in a minute. So you win, what, $1,000 there? Was it the bet? Yeah, but we'll double it somehow. (laughs) So $2,000 in your Venmo. Yeah. 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 That's pretty good. Still pretty good. Thank you. Yeah, I guess doing it, doing like fifty years in a minute, forty years in a minute, it yeah, easy. That, that, you yeah, got to be on a certain you pace. To, you to, like I said, you kind of high step when you said asterisks for the Royals. I was like, oh, you're you're costing yourself valuable seconds. Yeah, but I stand by it. Uh, it I feel very done. strongly about that. I also that. like ninety four, nothing doing. Yeah, pitch out, nobody going. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Weird memory. I couldn't do that with any other sport. Really? Yeah. I couldn't do it with any other sport. I could maybe with like hints do it with NFL. It's hard though because the years are weird. Maybe even do it with. I don't know with hints. I don't know. The, the NFL, it's hard to NHL, like Islanders years. and Oilers in the 80s, and then maybe we had a couple of weird years. Yeah, I can name like zero. I can name 2019. It was yours. Blues. Nicely done. I'm trying to think of one last year. VGK? VGK. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. VGK. That, was, that was a. I would have probably given you three to one on that. Yeah, VGK. But before that, the Avalanche, of course. Yeah. Asterisk. I just throw an, any result I don't like, I just put an asterisk next to it. Yeah, you and Taylor Gooch. It's, it's very close back. We've ended each one of our shows today, TMA and Balloon Party, with you attacking Taylor Gooch. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen Which, in my life. Let people know what this means. Because, I mean, there's like 2% yeah. maybe of people listening to this who even know what you're talking about. Taylor Gooch is a younger player relative to Liv who uh, went to live and is a good player. Yeah. And what did he say? He said that if like Rory wins the Masters this year, there has to be an asterisk by it because not all of the best players are going to be there. And to that I say, balderdash. But really, like the only best player who wouldn't be there, ranking-wise, I think, is Taylor Gooch, right? <laughs> it seems like a... And I don't think people are going to be like, well, you know. Yeah, if Gooch isn't there, (laughs) I don't even care about the green jacket. I mean, don't get me wrong. Good player. I think maybe there's, what do you think? Listing audience of Balloon Party who knows who Taylor Gooch is. What percentage? Funny you say that because a loyal listener just texted me how much they appreciate the Taylor Gooch comment there at the end. Yeah. That's one of those things. It's like a little, it's like a reference that if he, it's like what Dennis Miller used to do in the late 90s on HBO. The references went over most people's head, but the delivery was so quick and cutting that people would laugh going, I don't know what he said, but it was funny. Taylor Gooch, it's an if you know, you know. I call it an Easter egg. And and why? You know, it's kind of like a thing you find, you know, if you know about it, you can see it. And if you right. don't know, it's just sitting there. It's not hurting anybody. Interesting. I see. It's a little nice. comment I don't, I don't just mind, sitting there. I don't mind that analogy. Thank All you. right, Jackson, it's time for us to shut it down. BK and Ferrari are up next. Jackson, I'll be live on YouTube, youtube.com slash TMISTL. This is where we go beyond sports. And I don't really want to say beyond because then it makes it sound like, oh, this is a sophisticated show. No, it's even stupider than this <laughs> one. But uh, it's all over the place with the topics. And it's not just sports. And it's called the Tim McKernan Show podcast. And you can subscribe to it. And experience the brilliance. And you can watch it at youtube.com slash TMASTL. For Jackson Burkett, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party, driven by Manganese St. Louis Acura and Manganese Burkhardt Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN and the 101 ESPN YouTube channel. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.